Hello, and welcome back to the Dante in a Year podcast. My name is Danny Fitzpatrick. Let's continue with Dante's Paradiso, Canto 18. Already that blessed glass was rejoicing of its word, and I was tasting mine, tempering the acid with the sweet. And that lady who was leading me to God said, Mute your thought. Think that I am pressed to him who alleviates all torment. I turned myself to the amorous sound of my comfort, and that love I then saw in her saintly eyes I abandon here, not purely for my diffidence of speech, but for the mind that can't again ascend so far above itself, should others not guide it. So much can I say again of that point that, admiring her, my affection was freed of all other desire, until that eternal pleasure, which directly rained its light upon Beatrice, contented me with the second aspect of her lovely visage. Conquering me with the light of a smile, she said to me, Turn and listen, for not only in my eyes is paradise. As at times here the affection is seen in the visage, if it is such that in it all the soul is taken up, so in the flaming of the sacred refulgence to which I turned myself, I recognized the will he held to reason with me still further. He commenced, In this fifth round of branches on the tree that lives from its summit and ever bears fruit and never loses its foliage, are blessed spirits who below, before they had come to heaven, were grand in voice, such that every muse would be improved in them. Therefore gaze on the horns of the cross, each which I name will act there as the rapid flame in a cloud. I saw a light drawn along the cross at the name Joshua as it sounded, nor could I note the speech before the fact. And at the name of the exalted Maccabeus, I saw another whirling one move, and joy was the force of its whirling. Thus my fixed attention followed on Charlemagne along with Roland, as the eye seeks the falcon in its flying. Then William and Renouard and the Duke Godfrey drew my vision along that cross and Robert Giscard. Then, moved and mixed among the other lights, the soul who had spoken to me showed me what art was his among the cantors of heaven. I turned back on my right side to see my will in Beatrice, signaled either in speech or act, and I saw her lights so limpid, so joined, that her semblance outshone all her earlier bursts of radiance. And as for feeling more delight in working well, man's encouraged day to day in his advancing virtue, so it occurred to me, seeing that miracle more adorned that my wheeling round had increased together with that heaven. And such is the shift in a fair lady in a little space of time, when her face is discharged of its shameful cargo, as was in my eyes when I was turned for the candor of the temperate sixth star which collected me within itself. I saw in that jovial brazier the spark of the love that was there signal our language to my eyes. And as birds, having surged from the river, as if congratulant in their pasture, make a round of themselves or some other rank, so within the light the saintly creatures sang in their soaring and made themselves now D, now I, now L in their figures. First singing, they moved to their own note, then, becoming the one of those signs, they arrested themselves a bit and held silent. O divine Pegasian, who give glory to genius and render its longevity, and the same to cities as well as to kingdoms, illumine me of yourself, such that I might be relieved of their figures as I have conceived them. Let your power appear in these brief verses. 
Then they showed themselves in five times seven vowels and consonants, and I noted the parts such as they appeared to me spoken. Dilegite justitiam were the first verb and noun of all depicted there. Qui judicatis teram were last. After that, they remained ordered in the M of the fifth word, such that Jove appeared as silver distinguished with gold. And I saw other lights descend on the summit of the M and quiet themselves singing, I think, the good that moves them to itself. Then, as in the striking of burning logs, innumerable sparks surge when the fools resolve their auguries. It seemed then more than a thousand lights rose again and leapt, these higher, those but a bit, just as the sun that incenses them ordered. And, each one quieted in its place, I saw the head and the collar of an eagle represented in that distinct flame. He who paints there has none who guides him, but guides himself, and that power that's the form for nests reminds us of him. The other blessed ones, who first appeared content to bloom a lily on the M, followed on the imprint with little motion. O oh, sweet star, how many brilliant gems showed me that our justice is affected of the heaven you ingeminate. And as I pray the mind in which I begin your motion and your virtue, that it gaze again where the fume that obscures your ray issues, such that once again it grows angry with the merchants and the vendors in the temple which was walled of signs and of martyrs. O oh, celestial militia which I contemplate, adore for those who are on earth, all strayed after the evil example. Once we used to make war with swords. Now it's done by holding back, now here, now there, the bread our father bars to no one. But you who inscribe only to a race, ponder how Peter and Paul, who died for the vineyard you waste, are still living. Well, can you say, I have so fixed my desire on him who wills to live above and who for leaping was drawn to martyrdom, that I recognize neither the fisherman nor Paul. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Dante in a Year podcast. See you next time for Dante's Paradiso, Canto 19. <laughs>